I don't know how to approach um, in public families where the kids have special needs. I've done it. I've done it before. Um, when I first got saved, there was a time where I was doing it pretty regularly. Um, but I think just going up, like I, there was, there was a couple, um, families I went by tonight that was in target and I was, this is going to be multiple testimonies in this. Um, just little, um, things, talking with people, praying with people. Maggie is, uh, meeting with some ladies tonight at the house and they're doing, um, their, her flower bouquet stuff, you know, for all the bridesmaids. <coughs> and, um, so yeah, I wanted to just, you know, go around and talk to people and pray for people. And I, and I did, I went to, um, three different stores and uh and it was really good so all that being said yeah I don't know totally what to say in those situations so I was in Target just now and from across the store I could hear this someone was just making noises they're going mm, mm, just really loud and I, and I could tell it wasn't just a kid it was an adult you know it was someone with special needs and um man I really think in that situation just to just to go up you know, and be like, hey, you know, because I'm pretty sure he was with his mom, you know, and she's maybe 60 or so, and he was maybe 25, 30. And uh, I think to go up and to just be like, hey, guys, um, I just want to let you guys know Jesus loves you. Or I just want to say Jesus loves you guys. And I want to see if I could just bless you guys and pray for you and pray not just for you guys, but for your whole family. And I mean, it'd be different in every situation, but I think that would be a good way to do it sometimes. So I might, you know, if I don't know what to say or if I don't have anything else specific to say, you know, I think that would be a good thing to do. Because um, I don't want it to be weird. Like I'm trying to do like a sneak attack and pray for the special needs person because it's not that. Like I just, you know, those those families, when you have someone in your family who's special needs, like that is, man, that's very serious. It's, it's very serious. And, and that's a lot more work than just someone who isn't special needs. So I think just to have God's heart for them, you know, and, and to want to love them and bless them and, and just encourage them and, and whatever, man, you know, and do I want to see that person healed? Yeah, I want to see him healed. Um, God cares about everything else too, though. He cares about the family members. He cares about all of them. So I'm just, I'm thinking about that right now as I was walking out of there. And then another situation, as soon as I was leaving, there was another special needs person. I'm like, God, I don't know what to do, you know? Um, so yeah, it's, it's interesting. But I think God's really, he's got that on my heart for sure. And, um, yeah, I think going forward, I really want to, I would just want to go for it. And it is uncomfortable. It's so can like, there's been times in the past praying for special needs people where it was like super closed off. Like every bad thought you would think of as a response happened, you know, where they're like, oh my gosh, are you serious? Like, we're just trying to get our groceries and leave. Like, come on, man. Like you're just being disrespectful. Like all that stuff, you know? 
and <laughs> like, and it's like ah, but it's when you when you love, love when love is the motivation of going and talking to people, your heart is pure, man. That's you can just go in, and and God will tell you what to say. Um, yeah, I wanted to share some of these. Went to um, I went to Walmart, and there was a Hispanic guy. And um, well, no, first I went to Fleet Farm, and there was this lady. I should have went up and said something because I'm pretty sure there's this lady at Fleet Farm, and she's working there. She's maybe in her early 30s, and I was walking around just looking at stuff, whatever. And um, yeah, this lady. I I was just I was walking around the clothes section because she was stocking clothes, and I was thinking, okay, God, this there's nothing wrong with this lady, you know, like she's fine, she's just doing her job. But I would just kind of waited. I'm like, Lord, what is something on your heart for her that I could pray for her or share with her? And I felt like the Lord told me she had two kids and and one of them had ADHD, and I should pray for that. And then I kept walking around, kept walking around. This is the first business I went into. Um, tonight, so I think I was kind of nervous, and then I couldn't find her again. As I'm leaving, there's a kid, and he's checking me. He's doing the checkout stuff, and um, he's younger, you know. And and right away, it was like boom. I'm like, I believe that kid has ADHD. Um, in in the natural, like just quicker mannerisms, stuff like that. There's just kind of a countenance. It was a countenance thing as far as what I could see. But right away, I felt like the Lord told me, this is not the person, but this is another person with ADHD. So as I was checking out, I was like, man, how old are you? He's like 16. I'm like, you ever been diagnosed with ADHD? He's like, yeah. And I, I don't know what I said. I was like, man, I just want you to know, like, Jesus loves you. Um, and he's going to give you clarity with that stuff more so than any other solution could. God is going to do something supernatural with that in your life. And, and it's going to be awesome. And there was another guy coming and he's checking him out. And, um, and then I just felt really convicted to go back in there, you know? So I went out to my truck and then I drove, drove a couple spots in the parking lot. And then I'm like, no, I'm going back in. And I was standing outside watching, waiting for there to be an opening where there was no one there. And then I went in and I was like, man, I really just, I felt like I should come back in and talk to you. Like, Jesus loves you so much, man. Has anybody ever prayed for you for that? And he's like, no. And um, and I'm like, man, is it okay if I pray for you? And he's like, yeah. So I start praying. And then um, it's just quick 10, 15 second prayer. Lord, I bless him. I pray your presence over him. I pray to have peace when he wakes up in the morning and when he goes to bed. And, um, and I was just blessing him. And this other guy came and was checking out. So then this guy's hearing this, this old guy is hearing me pray. And he starts checking his stuff out and scanning it as I'm praying. And it was a quick prayer, but this guy must've walked up as soon as I closed my eyes and started praying. But I'm like, oh gosh, this guy is totally, he came in at the right time. It was, it was just, it was good timing. I don't know what he was thinking, but it was, it was good. And that kid, man, cause I think about, you know, me growing up, even just working at Jimmy John's, you know, being 16, like 
I never had anybody come up to me and pray for me for anything or ask if they could pray for me or like share like an encouraging word or whatever. Maybe something small like, good job, guys. Keep up the good work. But that's it. Nothing about God ever. You know, and I worked at Jimmy John's for five years on and off. And a bunch of other jobs, public service type jobs too, you know, or customer service, you know, where there's people in and out. Never had that in my life, man. So I was just, I was thinking about that when I went out to my truck. And I think that's why I went back in. Because I was like, man, I'm praying for this guy. And I just, I got the sense too, there was other stuff. There was potentially like depression, anxiety, all all this stuff. And um, yeah, so just prayed for him and blessed him. Then I went into, uh, I went into Walmart. And there was this guy, this younger um, Hispanic guy. And, uh, and I was walking around in the clothes section and, and right away I felt like the Lord's like, tell him your testimony about getting free from drug addiction. And I go up, he's like, no English. I'm like, dang. But I was like, man, hold on, hold on. I'm like, I'm going to translate this. And I'm glad he was younger than me. If he was older than me, he probably wouldn't have hung around, but I feel like it's just a cultural respect thing. He just stood there. And, um, and I finally got to translate. It took me like maybe like 60 seconds to do it, to get it set up. But I was just like, man, Jesus set me free of drug addiction. I did drugs for seven years. I just want to pray for you that you would be free from that also. And he looks at me and he goes, no. And then, um, I was thinking like, man, really? And I, cause I knew as soon as I saw him, I'm like, I think he's high right now. And, um, he keeps looking at socks right next to me. And I, and then I put in the message thing, you know, I'm like, do you have any family members that struggle with that? And he looks at me, he goes, no, no. And then I realized I'm like, he thought I was a cop and I'm, I'll, I'll finish that in a second. Um, so anyways, I kind of learned something there, you know, as far as like prophetic word with, um, I think anybody doing drugs, you know, is don't ask them, just share what that word is. And, or even to just start praying or start blessing them like right there, you know, uh, because they're worried that you'll be a cop or that something, you know, cause it's a really hidden, dark, secretive thing. And, um, anyways, then there, I was walking around some more in the food area <coughs> and, uh, there was, uh, this dude just stocking shelves and, uh, a little bit bigger guy. And I just went up and I could just sense the presence of God, you know, just a love in my heart for this guy. He's maybe 45 or so. And I'm like, Hey man, I hope this isn't weird. I love Jesus. I just want to see if I could pray for you for your back or legs or anything that's sore from the job you're doing. He's like, man, I wouldn't say no, I'd appreciate it. And, um, and I was like, right on. I'm like, is there anything specific going on? He's like, I was moving a bunch of wood this weekend. I'm kind of sore from that. I was like, okay, is it a normal thing or no? He's like, ah, sometimes he's like, I'm also kind of front heavy, you know, and he, (laughs) he tapped his stomach and, um, it's like, okay, yeah, man, I'll, I'll just pray for you. So just blessed him. And I was like, God, I thank you for Mike, I thank you for his life. I bless him. I pray your presence over him. We just command all pain to go in the name of Jesus. And I just bless him, God. I bless him in the work that he's doing. And I thank you for what he's doing here, God, and just serving the community. And I was like, man, thanks so much for what you do. Like, 
have a really good night. And it was just a sweet thing. And there was a lesbian couple right there on the other side, like five feet away from us. And I didn't, I didn't talk to them at all, but I was just like, oh man, like that's intense. Um, but I realized like, wow, like God used that to show them like the real Jesus, you know, like this is what love looks like. Not what they grew up with, not people that hurt them growing up and caused them to live the way that they're living. And, um, yeah, so it was just, it was really good. And then, um, I'm checking out and I see Elijah, my brother, and, and I saw, I talked to him for a little bit. Um, but then I'm checking out and I see that Hispanic guy, that younger guy, and he's with a group of guys. I'm guessing they work together. And, um, one of them might've been his dad. And then there's maybe some other guys. I don't know that for sure. Um, but there was a guy that was in that group. There's only four of them. And that guy was on meth. This guy looked like he maybe smoked some weed and drank some. The guy I talked to is maybe 19, 20, but this other guy was sky high on meth. I know he, he was. And I'm like, dude, that was what was going on. He was worried I was a cop, you know? So in that situation next time, I think to just be like, hey, man, um, God spoke to me and I believe he told me that you're struggling with drug addiction and I just want you to know um, I'm praying for you right now because there's a translate thing, you know, otherwise I would ask if I could pray. I just want you to know I'm praying for you. God loves you and cares about you, man. And it doesn't have to be that way. Your life is worth more, you know, something like that instead of asking. I think it'd be really, really good. And we do have a large amount of people around here, uh, whether from Puerto Rico or from Mexico, and they don't speak English. Some of them not at all when they're first here. So it's really cool talking to them. Um, yeah, so it was good. It was really good. I want to keep doing that, dude. Like at least at least once a week going out just on purpose for a couple hours and just all right god where to and walking around and 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 talking with people praying with people encouraging people just loving people man because i i want to i want to live that way every day i want that at my job i want that in my day-to-day normal routine everywhere i go so ah, and it's if we don't practice that if we don't if we're not on purpose with that it'll slip faster than we realize and um i don't want to just walk by jesus didn't just walk by jesus loved people everywhere he went he loved people he cared about people he knew what people were thinking um perfect intimacy with the father perfect relationship with god the father he had it as a man was he god yeah but was he fully man? Yeah, he was. Otherwise, it wouldn't even... There's a. That's why he came in the flesh, is to show us we could do it. Um. <laughs> he wouldn't have came in the flesh if we weren't able to live that way. Yeah. I think that's all I've got. God bless you guys. I'm super pumped. I just, uh, I, want, I want that every day in my life. I want that every day in my life. If you're listening to this, um, if you've listened to past episodes of this, 
So I guarantee you some of that has probably gotten on you. Um, just the desire to, to reach out and talk to people in day-to-day life. Um, and it's, it's so like, if, if we, um, don't want to share our faith, we're in the wrong, we don't want to be Christians. We shouldn't want to be Christians, you know? Um, cause a Christ-like one is, is that, is loving people, is sharing our faith, is walking in the power of God everywhere we go. Like Christ-like, like Christ, like Jesus. And if, if, if we're that, if we want that, if we're pursuing that, if we're pursuing a relationship with him, if we're going to church at all, um, man, if we're praying at all, if we're reading the Bible at all, that's his heart. Like to be a Christian is that, is, is to have that desire to love people, man, and, and give them truth, not just a gospel message, not just, a. um, pray a prayer to get into heaven. It's not it. It is the love and power of God, goodness and kindness of God that leads people to repentance. Um, (laughs) I think that's all I got. So God bless you guys.